Welcome to episode 685. Yes, I'm so excited. I've been waiting a day, really, since 684 to get to 685, but that's me. We're talking about assessing your efforts, so you can assess my efforts on this opening if you want. And today we're going to talk about what it means, all that and more on today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, good morning. Episode 685. They're just like mounting. Day by day. Crazy. That was a song in Godspell, wasn't it? Day by day? Yeah. I'm not sure that was the name of the song. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. I'll sing it if I have to. Well, I think those are the key words in the song. I'm not sure that's the name of the song. Oh, I'm going to the internet right now to find out. You you just you just rock on with the show and I'll I'll do some Godspell history. How's Thanks. that? Thank God for the internet. <laughs> Excuse <Godspell>. the fun. <laughs> yes. All right, everyone. Good morning and welcome to today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, and where you'll find all your facts about things that don't mean anything. <clears throat> Random hey, thoughts that go through our Godspell head. one of my favorites. I wasn't knocking Godspell. It was the fact that we were concerned about what the name of the song was in Godspell. That was it. Day by Day, released uh, Godspell 1973. Wow. Almost as old as us. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I've got another eight years on that bad boy. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, all right. So Anyhow, so our broadcast where we don't talk about musicals and try to figure out the dates of names of songs, where we talk about a topic. And as Bob mentioned, this week's topic is going to be assessing your efforts. Today, we are going to discuss what it means. Uh, yesterday, we talked about the challenge of it, which I thought was a good discussion. So if you missed it, you might want to go back and check out episode 684. As we go through that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas that you would like to share, please feel free to share them in the comments of whatever social media you happen to be following us on, whether it is Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn Live, baby. And you changed the order on me. I did. <laughs> you did. There. And so LinkedIn Live, yes, indeed. If you would uh, like to share your thoughts and ideas throughout our conversation, we welcome that because uh, we know that it'll add value to the conversation that we are having and have an impact likely on what we are saying and the direction maybe the show even takes. It has happened before and I know it will happen again. It will. So we welcome that. And then at the end of the conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you maybe today or maybe somewhere down the road when you're stuck, figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. And of course, if you have a one thing, we would welcome you to share that as well. Now, before we dive into our conversation, each morning, Bob and I do our celebrations. Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm going to celebrate something that I can't see yet, and that is the sun. I've been, I, it is dark in the morning. It, Today it was very dark. Today was really dark. There was something so, odd when I looked outside and I'm like, wait a minute, why is it so yeah. dark? Yes, yes. I, I uh, So I celebrate the sun. You know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. We assume that it's going to show up each morning and it does. 
and we don't think much about it. You know, we watch sunrises, but we don't really think about the fact that, and what if it did, you know, what if we didn't spin all the way around the uh, old axis for the night and came up in the morning? But I am looking outside and it's starting to get a little brighter and I am anxious for a sun because doing this program in the dark is not much fun. <laughs> it It is early feeling. Yes, I know. It, um, we also watch some sunsets, right? Sunrise, sunset. We do. Yep. Oh, another song. Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> See, yeah. That was where I was headed with that. Well, it was interesting. So we went away this What's weekend. What's that from? I think it's just a... Uh, it might be a movie. You might have to look that up. I'm but, going to it. So this weekend, we were we went out of town to um, do some lacrosse. And just so happy, not to play. Yes, officiate some lacrosse. In Myrtle Beach. It was great. Although we got to Myrtle Beach Friday night and there were no rental cars left, even though we had a reservation. So we walked to the rental car counter and there were three cops standing there. And of all the at all the car locations, there were no cars. So some people were fairly angry. Fortunately for us, our hotel was very close to the fields that we were supposed to be at. Thank heavens. And I had an eight o'clock game Saturday morning. Oh boy. So when I got up and left the hotel, it was about a 20 minute walk. It was pretty dark. And I was like, hmm, we are into the fall. So yes. Um, Fiddler on the roof, 1964. Sunrise sunset was from yes. Fiddler on the roof. Yes. Wow. I would not have placed that as a musical song. And, and we are working a theme this morning without even trying. <laughs> no doubt about that. And, and there are people out there going, I can't believe this guy knows so many musicals. I'm a big fan of musicals. Well, you don't really know them because you had to look both songs up on the internet. I, I know the songs. I don't know what they're from. I knew Godspell. You knew I, Godspell. I knew Godspell really you didn't well. know Sunrise Sunset was from Fiddleland. I didn't, but once I, yeah, yeah. I knew the song was from a musical, though. Fair enough. All right. So I'm celebrating. I had a great conversation yesterday with this person that I've known for a while who runs an organization. You were talking and about this yesterday. I was. And so I'm going to celebrate the conversation. You know, it's it just is fascinating to me how, how challenging we can be on ourselves through the things we are going on. So, you know, there's a lot going on with this organization. It's in a growth mode. And... The executive, you know, the executive director is trying to figure out their role and figure out what's the next step, you know, where do they want to take this because they're having success. And and at the same time, they've had some things going on in their personal lives. And so, you know, it's it's again, why I love doing what I'm doing is because or what we do as well is people beat themselves up for things that, you know, they just have a hard time giving themselves the space to understand that other things happen. And that things change. I was talking with another friend yesterday and the same thing, like they were talking about their personal five-year plan. And now some things have come up, you know, a little bit into that plan and they're trying to figure out if that still makes sense. I said, well, you made the best you could decision you could at the time and now things have changed. So maybe you have to go back and reevaluate your five-year plan, whether it's for your business or for your uh, for your personal life, and I think that, and those two seem to be tied together more and more. I I would agree, and I also am finding more and more that five year plans are pretty. It's pretty long. There's a lot that can happen in five years, 
And while it's great to know, hey, you know, we want to be at this location. We want to generate this amount of revenue by this time. We want to have this many staff. You want to retire in this many years, whatever it might be, is a great is a great destination to put out there. And the the twists and turns that will happen between now and then are likely pretty significant. And so, you know, sometimes that destination might not be exactly where you want to go um, based on some things that happen. So well, that's that's what we're that's part of assessing your efforts, right? It certainly is. As you assess your right. efforts, what? It's, it is funny how that led to that. Well, as you assess your efforts, that's going to cause you to possibly change where you think you want to go, which is part of the beauty of it. That's what that's to me. That's what it means. Assessing your efforts is really that opportunity to look at where you are, what you've done, what you may not have done, and where you are based on that, and then figure out based on the subsequent moves you could make, which ones you choose to make, and where that might lead you. And I, when thing? you were saying a five-year plan, I was thinking, I, I'm barely able to do a three-month plan without big changes. Sure. And at the same time, you know, there's there are opportunities to have, okay, what does it look like down the road? You know, I think that it's it's great, it's good to have that sort of thought processing. You right. were doing it the other day of like, you know, you were you thought about where do you want to be at the end of the year or at the I mean, right. at the end of a year, not the end of correct calendar year. And I think that that's so often a um, a mile or, or a, a destination that we can try to reach. And so within it, we just have to be willing to to, as you said, take a look at it on a regular basis. And I think one of the challenges we know, and we talked about challenges yesterday, mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to that. And so I encourage that if you haven't, if you haven't listened to that, you might want to go back and listen to the challenges. Cause I think it's, it's also a little bit about what it means and what it doesn't mean. And, you know, it's assessing your efforts for a reason. It's not assessing the results. Uh, I was talking with somebody last night about that and you know, they were asking me questions like, what are your goals? And I said, well, you know, these are, this is what they are. And I, I think the challenge is though we always look at the results of those, of our efforts and it's value. It's important. And as I shared with that person last night is, um, you know, I was in the fundraising world for a long time. Financial goals is a part of it. Even, and I've shared that with other organizations, even knowing I can't control it. It's like a sales goal. You have them. And yet you realize that what you can control are your actions. And then if you take the time to assess your actions and just understand the results, um, I think that's that's sometimes when we get confused about what it really means. I, I talked yesterday about how on Friday I was assessing where I'd been in the last month. And it occurred to me last night when I was thinking about that, that the things that I was assessing before I sat down to do the formal assessment, what were the things that were really difficult that I didn't achieve? They stuck in my head. They were prominent in my mind. I didn't get this done. I didn't get this done. I said I was going to do this. I didn't do this. What got lost in that shuffle were the three or four things that I actually did do that were on the list. And so I went into it going, oh, it's going to be really bad. I've really had a bad month. And I came out of it with, wow, you know, all things being equal, I did pretty well. And then it was, what did I learn along the way? And I learned some things along the way that helped a couple of things. And 
cause shifts in other things. And I think what that means is it's a, it's a chance assessing our efforts is really a chance to be realistic. I don't think I was applying reality to my situation until I sat down and said, oh, I've achieved these things. These things I didn't achieve. And then the real the real question was, why didn't I achieve them? Was it they were impossible to achieve or in one case, didn't make the effort, had a chance to do something of that, didn't. And that led me to a discussion with myself over the weekend about whether that goal really is a goal that I want to commit my energy to. And yesterday, because of that discussion with myself over the weekend, I did some things differently. I took steps to achieve that goal very specifically. And I think that's what this means. This means really being much more strategic about how we attack our goals. You know, I want to be, uh, someone told me a couple of weeks ago, he was, he's younger, he's like 18. He's like, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 25. Okay. <clears throat> there was nothing between those two markers. And I said to him, how close are you now? He's like, not even. Okay, so what's the first step? I don't know. Okay. What, what is, and we started talking about what that first step would be. And it was really educating himself on how people become millionaires was the first step he came up with. I really don't know how someone does that. And I think that's that's the opportunity here, right? Because he was going to assess his efforts when he turned 25 on whether he made a million dollars or not. What I was saying to him is, hey, you could do things every week, every month to get you in that direction. You could read a book a week for the next year about people who made a million dollars and start gathering that information. What worked? What didn't work? How did they do this? What industries were they in? And then you could do the next step. And as he started to think through it, he's like, this is really difficult. And I said, it is difficult if you make it difficult. But if you're strategic about it, maybe you make a million dollars by the time you're 25. Maybe you make $878,309. But if you sit here and say, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 25 and do nothing to get there, no strategic approach, odds are pretty good that you're not going to get there. And I think for him, that was the... The, the real discussion wasn't, it was about assessing efforts, right? What are you going to do to get towards that goal? And how are you going to assess it? And he said, you really think I can make a million dollars? I said, I think you've got seven years if you really put your mind to it. I think that's doable. And he said, you're the first person not to tell me it's impossible. And I well, said, yeah. how could I know? Right. I don't, you know, prove Prove those people wrong. Do, do it by the time you're 20. I, you know, I have no knowledge of what you can and can't achieve. All I know is if you're more strategic, if you're able to take a step, assess what that gets you, and then move forward, the odds are better that you're going to reach your goal. Well, and I think the other piece of that is being really clear on what does that mean? What does make a million dollars mean? Right. Have a million dollars in the bank. Just have had you know, gross revenue that was a million dollars, you know, all of those things are are helpful as we start to think about what is it that really we truly want. And I think that's one of the challenges so often is that's what we do. We say, I want to make a million dollars. I want to have, I want to generate $250,000 in revenue. And 
uh, or I want to own a bigger house or I want to do whatever. And, and I think that it's not like really clear. What does that mean? What is a bigger house? Right. Does that mean that it's four bedrooms, three bath? you know, what is it so that as you're figuring it out, you can figure out like, what's the next step. And, and I think, you know, it's a great process that you led him through and a way to consider because otherwise they're just dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I think so, which is great. It's great to have dreams, mm -hmm. dreams, goals. Really, that's what goals are. They're dreams of where you want to be and what you think success looks like. Um, I feel like there should be a dream it. Broadway song coming in now. I, I feel like there's a Broadway song about dreams that we're just not. There is. I dream a dream gone by. What's that from? Les Mis? I think you're right. Les Mis. Yeah. Look at what? us with our show tunes. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will say, no, that's not correct. Um, no, you're right. Well, I don't know. That was what was real for me in the moment. I don't know. Why I'm right or wrong. <laughs> it doesn't correct. it's right or wrong. It's just it might have been correct. <laughs> I don't know that it was. And I think, you know, I think that there's. There's so much in it um, into assessing efforts. And it was funny because I think his response is correct. It's hard. You know, I think everyone thinks that, well, and again, this is why I think they go to results. They think assessing your efforts is easy. What are the results? Oh, we got this. And I go, okay, well, what does that mean? You know, it was interesting. I was talking with somebody about fundraising events the other day. And... They're like, yeah, we do, you know, we do great events and I'm tired of them. They raise a lot of money and I'm tired of them. Um, well, it's true. You know, it just becomes cyclical. It's like, okay, it's our golf tournament against our gala. It's our fun run. It's our whatever. And they're a ton of work. Oh, yeah. And I think that so often we forget about all the other reasons that we might do those things. Right. Um, and, and I think assessing that is hard because you've got to dive into all the little pieces you know was the invitation the way we wanted it to achieve what it was was the program set up for that and so often we do the assessing of did we raise the dollar goal that we had okay right. great it was a success let's move forward doesn't matter how much time we spent on it that we could have been doing other things doesn't matter how much money we spent to get to what we raised um you know there are all those things in it that are that are hard to go back and say all right let's take a really deep dive into this event it's a lot easier to just say did we make our dollar goal or not yes or no did we make our revenue goal did we make our sales goal for our team yes or no how much did that really tell us it's like oh okay something happens do we want to take the time to go back and actually figure it out you know what strikes me, Tom, is that often when we don't hit those goals, that's when we start to assess. Well, you know, we, we it rained that day and that really hurt the golf tournament. Or, you know, we, we did the fundraiser, but the board president didn't make it and they didn't sponsor it and they didn't. We, we, we start to come up with the excuse list, right? Is that an assessment? Is well, just... I think a lot of people think that's the assessment, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think if we're assessing, that's looking at things more objectively than coming up with the excuses for why we did or didn't achieve our goal. No doubt. And I think that's the that's the challenge of it. 
the judgment is it's so easy to fall into judgment. Yeah. Because again, you're looking to almost um uh have an answer for why things went the way they did. Um, rather than just understanding it and learning from it and figuring out, oh, that's interesting. There is there is some thoughts and ideas around it, whether it's an answer or not, I don't know. I mean, I've seen events that go that have that rain and they still do great. So is rain really the factor or is it some right. other things that we didn't consider that could have been the factor? And and I think, you know, that's why it's really important. And maybe that's the maybe that's the topic for tomorrow is how do you assess yourself? Oh, look at that. Because <clears throat> I think because I think it's I think this is a really good conversation for people to have is it's like, really, what does it mean mm -hmm. for everyone? And how do you figure it out? Because um, I think that the I think the biggest obstacle that people find in assessing their efforts is it very easily turns to judgment rather mm -hmm. than learning. I also think it's finding the time. It's not one of those fun things to do. It's like getting your annual physical. You know, you really should probably get done, but it's just really hard to find the time to schedule it. And then you have to go to the doctors and you have all those things going on. And come on, I don't feel sick. So why am I doing this? I think that's how people look at assessing their efforts. It's just one of those things that they know probably would be useful, but it just keeps falling off the plate. I, you know what? I think there's another reason why they don't do it. What's that? I think it's because they're they're worried they're going to be judged, or they're by going to themselves judge them. or by others. Never. So okay. I, I there's you know, having worked in a lot, doing a lot of events over my career, you know, I hated doing them, assessing it, because one, I was tired of it. I I wanted the event to. Just, by the time you spend all the time to do it, you're just like, oh my god, thank God that's over. Let's I, and typically the the reason we don't is well we've got another event coming up and if you're in the event world it's event after event after event after oh event yeah after event um just like a sales call it's mm -hmm. one call after the another and and i think that the uh, when we would get together you know even the times when we would plan it we'd be like well we need to schedule the the follow-up assessment meeting before the event so that we make the time for it and, you know, I clearly remember those times where I was running an event and we'd have 12 other people in the room and no one was truly assessing the event. They were sharing anecdotal evidence for whatever. Ah, uh, they didn't like the food. They, right. um, John said this was the best we've ever done. Correct. All these things that add no, that are just judgments. They they don't add any value to right. how we learn about it. Because just because John said it doesn't mean that Mary. And I think that's one of the things we look at is we get one piece of negative, quote unquote, negative feedback. Oh yeah. It's everyone is like, oh, you know, we got to address it, and what are we going to do about it? And be like, it's, we you picked the wrong golf course. Picked, we picked the wrong golf course, and the, and that sends the whole thing into chaos. Right, because it's all about the golf course rather than about the what yeah. are you trying to accomplish. And so I think that that's the big. That was always the biggest fear, and we used to talk about it like, oh my god, we're going to go in this meeting. You know, I ran a reunion program where we had fifteen hundred people show up on campus for four days, and there were probably thirty plus events, and people who sat around and did nothing 
except show up. Complained about everything. Always had like little nitpicky things. And Too far from building to building, the sh- the shuttles were slow. And because we we weren't using it in a way to learn. I mean, we it was bailed in learning. Like, oh, we won't we won't do that again. Well, what's the chances that that situation exact situation is going to arise again? The food could be is going to be different every time it's made, and you know the weather is going to be different that you can't control. It just is what it is. And so I think that it, we used to, I used to walk into those meetings like, oh, this is going to be painful because people who have no idea what was done to prepare are going to come in and just offer their anecdotal evidence to whatever it is they want to make up. And, you know, in a big event like that, it's very easy to find things you can nitpick. And it was almost like that was the intent. The event went great. Everybody thought it was great. And then people would say, well, that doesn't really provide any value. So then people would come up with these tiny little things. And for the people running the event, it was like daggers of the mistakes, mistakes that we had made. And and again, bailed in. Well, I'm just sharing this so we can learn from it. Before. No, it's you want to find some little thing to show that you're right. And what was done was, quote unquote, wrong. No, don't even start. I, I, used to, I used to run a newspaper, and the uh, there would be a review of the paper after it came out. When at that point you couldn't do anything, and it would be nitpicky stuff. Yeah, you know, I don't like this word in this headline, and that, and it at that point that was not that wasn't productive. It would have been much more effective to really talk about. Okay, we got the paper out this way. This is where I saw the focus. How can we shift it so it having that discussion about next time versus miring yourself in the last time and tom i want to tell you it was les mis and it was 1980 wow look at me how about that yeah so that i didn't realize that was so old that's 42 years almost 43 years old not as old as us (laughs) all right bob so as we talk about assessing your efforts and what it means what's your one thing today Uh, i think it's really about looking at what you've done so you can move forward not getting lodged in going backwards. Woulda, shoulda, coulda doesn't help you. It's really about, okay, you know, I, I like the idea of if I were going to do this again, here's what I've learned. Even if you don't do it again, I think going through that exercise is valuable because the things you learn can be applied to other things. So many things in my career that I do now have their start when I was in my 20s and 30s. That it's like, you know, oh, I learned that thing then and now I can apply it now. So I think constantly looking for the things we've learned helps us apply it in the future more powerfully. Okay, I like that. Thank you. I was thinking about that as you were saying it. Um, I don't recommend thinking about what I say. (laughs) Just telling you. You just want me to judge it? Is that what you want? Sure, go ahead. I don't like to do that. I'll, I'll ask you a few questions about it. But, oh, no, um, not now. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I think I'll just go back to my, I think that, that this is becoming something that, I, that I've that i actually started sharing a little bit with more people is, I think what it means is to stop judging and start learning. Okay. Is to, um, we spend so much time judging what we do. That really doesn't take us very far. 
or having others judge what we do that doesn't provide the value to help us learn and move forward. Because I do believe you never do the same thing exactly the same way twice. How can you? You come to it. You've already done it. So you at least have some perspective, some knowledge and some experience around it. And so I guess if you're willing to take the time to understand that, and even if you don't, I think there is some impact that is made based on that action once <clears throat> that influences whether you're aware of it or not the next time that you do it. And so, you know, I guess my, as you're starting to think about how you assess your efforts, that if you think about it as how you can learn and not judge, that you might be more willing to find the time to do it. If I really felt like all those post-event wrap-up meetings were really about learning about us as an organization and learning about the people who were at the event, um, because that was one of the goals that we had set up, I would have been a lot more uh, interested in doing them. And sometimes we got to that point. You know, there were mm -hmm. some of those meetings where people, we had set a plan up of like, okay, how are we going to evaluate this? And some of it was on who were the people we met. And so we would then come back and say, all right, let's talk about the people who we met and what did we learn about them? Those were the, the assessments of efforts that I found really valuable. And I think that the more that we can do that, which also usually means that you need to have that as a goal, if that's what you're going to measure. Otherwise, you're just going to say, you know, how much revenue do we generate? Okay, great. That's all that matters. Whatever else happens, let's just judge it and do whatever. So uh, that's my one thing for today. All right. That's a lot. We covered a lot of ground again. So much ground to cover. So much ground to cover. And so many Broadway musicals that got into the program. If you're keeping score at home, we had what? Uh, Fiddler on the Roof, Godspell, and Les Mis. Yes, we definitely didn't throw away our shot this time. So, oh, And there's a Hamilton. <laughs> Had to get that nice. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being a part of our show today. If you have your one thing that you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. And if you happen to be listening to the podcast and haven't been able to comment or share your one thing, we know we're sorry about that. We can't control that at the moment. Although, Are we really sorry about that? I mean, I'm, I'm not. I would I rather those podcast that. people, you know what, instead of your comment podcast people, you can do two things. It would be great. You can rate us, love a five-star, four-star rating, and you could also share with someone else our podcast so that they can be enriched by the experience. Okay. That's a way to share the value that they see in it and their value. And it's a way to comment, right? It is a way to comment. That is correct. Another way you could comment is you could come inside one of our two groups. If you're a LinkedIn person, go to go go to Renegade Success Network for Leaders, and you can share your your thoughts and ideas as well as your one thing there. If you're a Facebook person, join us on Facebook at the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, where we are helping people figure out how to take their next step along their own unique pathway to success. So you can share your thoughts and ideas there as well. We look forward to seeing you inside one of those groups. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning. 7 a.m. ish for our next episode <laughs> of today, Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Embrace the renegading you. <laughs> I like seven ish. <laughs> it's, it's more real. Is that fair? It is more real. All right, everybody, go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Don't forget, embrace the renegade in you. Yes. We'll see you soon. 
Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.